0: Thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Everybody, welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And listen, folks, I have on the line with me Jill Lampert of Smith Massage Therapy. And we are going to have a great and awesome episode today, a quick chat, a fireside chat. And so Jill, welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. How are you today?
1: I am doing great. Thank you for having me.
0: You are most welcome, Jill. I love, love, love talking to business owners from uh, all around the world. At this point, Warcry Radio, Go Be Great podcast is international. We're in several different countries right now, and I'm excited about that. So you're going to be telling us in just a few minutes, actually, where you're located. So I'm happy to hear about that. So Jill, just a quick question, just off the bat. Tell us a little-known fun fact about yourself.
1: Um, a little-known fact is years ago, I was a model in a yoga book.
0: Wow. Awesome. 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 You know, I actually had another guest who said that she, years ago, was a model as well. Isn't that interesting? I love it.
1: Yes, I wasn't really a model. It was just that I could do the yoga poses they were looking for.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. I I completely understand that. I actually tried back in my 20s um, many, many, many years ago. I tried to venture out into modeling and was emphatically told I was entirely too short. I am a very tall (laughs) 5'4". (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I'm five too, so you would tower over me.
0: Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. So Jill, tell us who you are. Now that we've gotten some juiciness, tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself and your business that you own and operate.
1: Well, I am Jill Lampert. I am the owner of Portsmouth Massage Therapy, and that is the business. I just do massage. At there. I do currently teach bar classes also, but that is at Evolve, Mind Movement and Portsmouth I'm a single mother with two amazing boys, and that's me. Awesome, awesome.
0: And tell us again, where are you located?
1: I'm Portsmouth, New Hampshire.
0: Awesome. I love it. I have to date, not had anyone out of New Hampshire on Warfire Radio, so ding, 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 you win the prize. You are the first one. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So, Jill, tell us why you are in business. What inspired you to be a massage therapist, and do you feel actually the same today that you did when you first began?
1: So, uh, what inspired me to be a massage therapist Therapist, we'll start way back there. It's different than what inspired me to get my own business. But um, when I was in college, actually, I started taking yoga. And one of my yoga teachers would, lots of the time, talk about um, how interrelated our brain and our skin was, and how important touch was. And I just found that fascinating. And then I went on to teach yoga, and I kind of felt like massage would be a great link with yoga, so I went to massage school. And then the more and more and more I learned about massage, I just love ever like everything about it. And the more I learned, the more I love it. Um, so when I first got my license, I worked for a lot of other people. I worked at different spas for different chiropractors, at a bar studio. And it kind of got to the point where I knew exactly what I wanted to do and the people I wanted to help. And the only way to do that really was to start my own business. So I did. And I think I'm more inspired now. Like the more I learn and the more I help people and the more I do exactly what I want to do, like I'm more inspired now than I was when I opened. Oh, that's interesting. And I'm yeah, oh, sorry. like when I first made the leap from working for someone else to working for myself it was really scary and now that's not scary
0: (laughs) those are really good points so why do you feel you're more inspired now than you were then
1: um I think it's just because the more I learn the more I love it um so yeah absolutely yeah really amazing clients um which is really helpful in the more and up being inspired and helping people feel better on a daily basis mm-hmm.
0: jill let me ask you a question so one of the parts of my coaching practice um that i i've just kind of moved under wealth building because i believe it begins in the mind first you know, and I do the mind reframing, and I talk a lot to my clients about um, really facing fear head on. And one of the things that I relate to them consistently is a lot of times when we have fear, it's really because there's some type of lack of information, there's some doubt something of that nature that's involved in that. Because if we had a bigger picture or a better picture, I would say, because not all the time are we going to have a big picture, but typically if we have a better picture of what we're confronting, then the fear generally dissipates because we know, well, this is what's, you know, this is what I have planned. That's what I I have planned. And true, you know, there's there's going to be some small, minute traces of fear in just about everything that we do. But the fear that begins to overtake us is the fear. Basically, there's lack of, of information. We've not we've not researched it out enough. So I find it interesting that you say you you become more and you've become more inspired now. So do you feel like maybe um as you have gained additional information, more information that, you know, as you continue on your journey on your path and you become more inspired, it's because that fear is gone and there's more information there.
1: Totally, a hundred percent. Like I think you just articulated what I was trying to say. Gotcha, gotcha. I totally agree.
0: Yeah and i love that because you know we have to understand you know listen especially now you know and and, and another thing that i i've tried to really relate to folks especially now as you and i briefly spoke before the episode started you are in new hampshire and you guys are on lockdown i am in virginia and we are on lockdown most of the states in the united states i think they said all but eight are on lockdown and You know, a lot of times people, when all of this really first started, I was hearing uh, in these strange times, in these scary times, in these uncertain times, you know, all of these adjectives that really incite fear and doubt. And I said, you know, I told people around me, I said, you have to stop using those words because what happens is and it's just like you said ironically initially that you know our skin responds to our brain well, what's in us, our heart, our mind, our soul responds to our brain as well and everything around us. And so when we begin to say, and even our words, our, our bodies respond to our words. And so when we say uncertain times, strange times, scary times, our, our body is responding to that. Our brain is responding to that. So I said, no, listen, we need to say these unprecedented times. Because when we say these unprecedented times, that means, that simply means we've never been here before. But that gives us the authority, the right, to go and create, to go and be great, to go and not stop. But those other words, they stop you in your tracks. And so I I just, I absolutely love that you said, as you continue to go and learn, you are inspired even more. I love that. I love that.
1: Yeah, and just I totally agree with you. And when I'm listening to people talk about fear and all of those other things, like that, that affects your immune system mm-hmm. and the virus. Like we need to use. I I really think words and how we talk are just so important. So I think I totally agree with you that we need to be careful of what we're saying. Yes, we need to be informed mm-hmm. and careful and know what's going on. But I like that unprecedented.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Be informed. And I tell folks, watch, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I want to know what's going on in the news. So I do watch the news every day. But I, I'm only gonna do about 20 minutes of it, and when I see that it's the same thing from the day before or the day before, or they've just looped it after about 10-15 minutes, I'm done, because at that point I've gotten the headlines and I don't need to know anything else, you I know. The,
1: you need. I've actually started tuning into PBS for news because I mm-hmm. find it very straightforward. Mm-hmm. There's no political angle, and it's just the facts, and it's nothing too terrifying
0: gotcha and that's a good a good point so you know listen folks (laughs) jill has already said she tunes in to pbs because there's no political um division any of that kind of mess that's being thrown all over the place but it's just the facts and that at this point is all we really need that is amazing thank you for that uh bit of information that tip, that tip there So yes uh, yes. so I want to ask you Jill you know obviously you want to have a a profit okay if not then you would have this be your hobby and it's not it is your business you've already said that you've gone into business for yourself
1: yeah
0: so aside from the obvious profit motive how does your organization Portsmouth Massage Therapy how does it Uh, really change the lives of those in your community how does it add value to the people in your
1: community okay well I like to think and I'm not trying to sound like I have a huge ego here either but um, I like to think that you know I'm one-on-one I'm just one person in my business so one-on-one with each client that comes in and my goal for each client that comes in is to have them feel better when they leave than when they come in. And whether that's pain, whether that's stress, whether that's anxiety. Um, So when they leave, they feel better than when they came in. And I like to think that has a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So let's take for example, an overstressed mother comes in and she leaves my office feeling better. She goes home, she's kinder to her spouse and her kids. And then, you know, it goes on and on and on. I like to think that I have that ripple effect out into the community.
0: I love that, I love that because we don't really, I think a lot of times we don't realize how when we feel good, then we treat people good, you know? And I love, it, it almost makes me think of, I had several years ago, I had several women's and young girls' initiatives that I was launching out and the way I saw it and, and I'll kind of paral- parallel that with what you' w- with what you just said is that it was like a domino effect in reverse. And so as I would touch you know various people, various lives, then they would go and touch the next person. And so that person that was down, I was able to lift them. And then they went and they were able to lift the next person and then the next person. So it's almost as if you, through Portsmouth Massage Therapy, you're doing the domino effect in reverse. So you're lifting that person. They're going and lifting the next person and then the next person. And I think, you know, and it's not that you have a big ego. It's that there is value behind your organization outside of the profit motive you know you are actually touching a community you're bringing value that's what small business owners really need to be thinking about at this point I want to make money but how can I how can I help my community at the same time what benefit am I going to bring to my community at the same time so i actually love that answer
1: thank you because it's also hard like you know there's a part of me that wants to be like the the guy that owns the patriots craft who's like flying jets to china and bringing right
0: yes
1: i want to be able to do something like that but at this point in time what i can do and is tangible is my ripple effect
0: absolutely absolutely yes I actually had that conversation with my husband the other day and I said you know that is my goal oh my god can you imagine you know to be able to okay yeah this is what you need let's go do it no problem you know that I love it I absolutely love it well Jill I am going to be praying for your organization Fort Smith Massage Therapy that yes you will Um, very soon. I I don't want to say it at some point or one day because we don't know when that is or how that works but I will just say that you know I'm praying that you will get to that stage because and quickly you know the right way of course not you know too overwhelmed but you know that is an amazing aspiration to have.
1: Yeah.
0: So yes so Jill, we're going to take a quick break and okay. we're going to come back. But before we go, I want to ask you a question. And I know this can be a loaded question. And I know I have some type of uh, thoughts as it relates to, you know, what you're doing. But uh, I want you to, to speak to us from your perspective. How does the social, economic or environmental um situation at this point impact your business you know what's going on in the world how does this impact your business and so when we come back Jill is going to answer that question Jill is uh, CEO and owner operator of Portsmouth Massage Therapy in New Hampshire and we will be right back folks guys real quick interruption here and i'll let you get back to your episode be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under karina's welcoming wealth center karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets ebooks journals e-courses and the list goes on don't delay go check it out that's warcry w-a-r-k-r-y.com talk soon peace All right, so we are back with Jill Lampert of Portsmouth Massage Therapy. And before we went to break, I asked Jill, how does the social economic environment impact her business? Jill owns and operates Portsmouth Massage Therapy in New Hampshire. And as we stated earlier in the episode, Jill uh, is in a region that is currently on lockdown. And so, of course, her business would ideally fall up under uh, one of those businesses that does need to close at least temporarily while on lockdown so Jill do you want to answer that question for us how does the social economic environment impact your business
1: so right I am totally closed right now massage is not considered essential and it is not possible to do keeping the six-foot distance, obviously. So I'm closed and I understand that, but the, I have zero income. Um, but if you look at like the socioeconomic of where I live, I live in a very affluent area, um, which is lucky for me. And my clients are very educated in the need for massage. So I have had some amazing clients um, a lot have been offering me gift cards for when they come in. I had a client who paid me for a missed appointment fee. Like, I'm legally closed, she can't come in, I would not charge anyone for what is going on right now. So I called her and I, I was like, her name's Jessica, I won't say last name, but I'm like, Jessica, you can't, you can't pay me for this? And then I looked through my scheduler, she didn't even have an appointment. She's just wow. like, I know this has to be hard for you. I love you. Here you go. Wow. Like, don't argue. Don't say anything. It makes me feel good. Like, that's the kind of area I live in and the amazing clients that I have.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. I love it.
1: I absolutely love it. I love and it. Yes. And keeps optimistic because we don't really know what the world's going to look like coming out of it, but that, like, I will be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. well that leads us into the next question you said you don't know we don't know none of us knows what things are going to be like when we come out of this and so what do you believe is the future for, for massage therapy
1: um, so I don't know I think I like to think that massage will only ever explode and grow and people will realize its worth, Um, but it might take some re-education just on letting people know, um, like my sanitization practices, which I always wipe down the staircase and the door handles and the headrest covers, but I don't know if people are aware that that's a regular practice, Um, and I might have to re-educate, as I was talking about in the beginning, like the importance of touch and why massage is not, like, it's good for you. It's not just a luxury it's maintenance um but it will keep growing the whole massage business will keep growing after this
0: absolutely absolutely and i do believe that it is really honestly in my own personal opinion um it is greater than a luxury i actually have a um, membership at a local uh, business here in richmond and um i go regularly or i did before the lockdown i went regularly and it was because i actually needed it not you know there's nothing like physically wrong but i know how my body responds and how it's more than oh i just have a little bit of tension it actually helps me uh, on a regular basis Um, i remember many many years ago uh, my daughter, I have my my daughter is twenty two. So, this has to have been about um, nineteen years ago, eighteen years ago. I used to when I lived in North Carolina. She and I lived in North Carolina. I would go literally every week, and that was a it was for my sanity and for my physical. Um, I appreciated it physically because of the industry that I was in at that time. It was extremely stressful and it actually helped me uh, in so many different ways. So I, I do truly recommend it. And so you talked about Jill wiping down the, the, the bed, I forget what it's called, but the, the bed and then, you know, all of all of your supplies, basically, but you also talked about wiping down the door handles and the stair rail and things like that. Is that something that is required, or is that something that you, in you know, wanting to be sanitary and ensuring the safety and cleanliness of your business, is it something that you've just done even before COVID nineteen?
1: Um, it's something I have just done. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, I don't know if it's required. I got my license 14 years ago, and some of those things are a little blurry. Mm -hmm. um, But it's definitely something that I have always done.
0: Absolutely. So I want to just backtrack a little bit. You talked about earlier how you work for other businesses but then you took the leap and opened your own business. Tell us a little bit about that. How, how did that come about? What, what was the decision behind that?
1: Okay. And, and really, if I'm going to be totally honest, it wasn't such a leap. I was, um, I worked at a spa and they have this whole ranking system that is how you get booked. And the higher you're ranked, you get more clients. And they kept changing it, so my income would vary. Uh, So I decided that if I owned my own business, I could, you know, I would always, I would be in charge of what clients I got. Um, But what I did is I opened my own business, but I stayed working at the spa for a while. And as I got more clients, I would drop a day at the spa. So it wasn't like a total leap um but also like so that was part of it financial but the other part of it was the spa has a lot of stuff that's kind of fluffy um like they charge more if you're going to do deep tissue or if you want to massage their head for longer or certain scrubs and stuff that you just put on the skin that it does all have its place, but for me and what I want to do is kind of fluffy. And you, for each thing that you would add on, it's like an upsell, which is part of spa culture. Where what I do in my office, like I have hot stones, I have cups, I have different oils and stuff. But when you come in, I have very clear communication with you about what you want, how you want to feel when you walk out and I intuitively will use whatever I want and I charge the same price per hour no matter what I add during that hour um, so that you can get what you want but not have to worry about adding on prices um, and I feel like it's a really effective. And I love doing deep work, I don't like to charge more for deep work. so being able to do exactly what I want when I have the client on the table was also a major reason of leaving the spa industry.
0: Mm, gotcha. So Jill, let me ask you a question. This may sound a little bit you know, out there. I don't know if this is possibly something you're considering doing in the future, but do you travel as far as outside of New Hampshire, different regions or anything to provide your services?
1: I do not.
0: Okay. Is that something you're considering? Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, possibly. But um, So I'm a single mother, and I have two boys who are 12 and 14, and I've set up my business. So I basically work school hours. So I drop them off, go to work, which is like less than a mile from where their schools are, and then work all day and pick them up. So, it's most efficient for me to just stay at my office right now and have clients come to me time wise. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Understood. So, I'm sorry. Mm
1: -hmm. Once my kids are more independent, that'll give me time to totally rethink the business. Right. But right now, it works the way it is.
0: Right. Gotcha. Understood. I love it. So Jill, I want to give you an opportunity just for a couple of things. Number one, talk to us about what really what's on your heart um, as it relates to your business, um, any services or products that you offer uh, and any tips that you can give us, those of us at home who are um, on lockdown, that cannot go out or honestly should not, even if we're not on lockdown um any tips or 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 tools or anything that you want to give us talk to us what do you want to say to us today
1: so the one thing i want to say today and like what i would want to say to my clients and to everyone who's home is to just move as much as possible um So I think about all the people who have gone from working at an office, where they may have had a very ergonomic workspace, to working at home where it's less ergonomic, um, would be to just set a timer and get up and move throughout the day. Move your head in every direction, circle your arms, swing your legs, go for a walk. Because the one thing that will really hurt your muscle tissue is just staying in the same position. So that would be my number one thing that I would want to spread to the world, is just to move. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, mm-hmm. I don't sell any products or anything, so my other thing would be also like, if you have more time, so if you happen to be working out more, to maybe grab a foam roller, roll out your thighs, get a lacrosse ball or a tennis ball underneath your shoulder blades kind of try to release some of that tension. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it.
0: And let me ask you this. How effective are um, hot baths or warm baths? I guess Uh-oh. is the best way I should say it. did not get in in water.
1: Very effective. And I would recommend throwing a whole bunch of Epsom salts in. Um, I'm a big believer in magnesium. Magnesium helps to... Um, relax muscles and as fall, get the magnesium into your muscle and heat helps anything
0: that will help relax your muscles. Yes, definitely. I love it. And then the last question, water. What should we be doing as far as water? And is there any tools or tricks or tips or anything that you would recommend as far as our water intake? Maybe I know I've seen some folks add cucumbers, some add lemon, I've seen mints and different things of that nature. I'm not sure if that is a part of your expertise, but is there anything along those lines that you want to add, that you would like to add with that?
1: Um, All of those things, and also just drinking water right when you wake up, maybe even before your coffee. I find that if you, well, first of all, you lose water when you're sleeping, so that's helpful. But it's the kind of thing that if you start off um, drinking water, You'll drink more throughout the day because if you get too dehydrated, you, your body doesn't even feel it, and you end up drinking less. So if you start by hydrating, you'll actually drink more water throughout the day.
0: So, Jill, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. You know, as old as I am, I, I probably should know this, but you just made a statement that just kind of blew me away. Uh, again, I probably should know this, so just excuse my ignorance. But you said we lose water when we're sleeping.
1: Um, well, yeah. I'm not that even- is,
0: I've never heard that. That is interesting, and it actually makes sense.
1: Well, yes. I mean, you, in theory, you lose water all the time, but I, especially, I mean, do you ever sweat when you're sleeping?
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, <laughs> I flashes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: for example, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh like that. I'm just thinking, oh boy, do I? <laughs> yes yeah, so
1: you might want two glasses of water when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry.
0: I don't know what just came over me. That is just like, uh, nice. no, no. you know, I, I, yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> I am of that age. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that, that's self-explanatory then.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. So Jill, tell us how we can get in touch with you. Let us know, give us all of your contact information. And I know, like I said, folks, Jill is currently on lockdown in New Hampshire. However, she will be opening back up after the fact. And so we want to make sure we have all of her contact information. And remember folks that I will have all of the the same information that jill is is going to give us i will have in the show notes and there will be clickable links so if you don't get to jot it all down right now don't worry you will have access to it so jill give us all of your contact information here
1: okay so my website is portsmouthmassagetherapy.com very easy and the other thing that i can't believe i didn't even mention is I teach bar classes, and I am doing my bar bar classes virtually. The bar studio I teach at is online. So if you wanted to check that out, that is evolveportsmith.com. And my email is massagesgoodforyou at Yahoo.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. And Jill, I'm going to need to get the... Uh, other information from you so that I can make sure we have that in the show notes. So, folks, this has been another great episode of War Cry Radio. They'll be great. This has been a business spotlight and we have had Jill Lampert of Portsmouth, Portsmouth Massage Therapy. Jill is out of New Hampshire. She is currently on lockdown and as you guys have heard, she has absolutely nothing coming in at this point. However, once this is Up and run once we are back up and running. Once the government, the United States is back up and running, Jill is open for business. And keep in mind, guys, she wipes everything down probably more than what is required. I find it interesting. She wipes down the doorknobs, the handrails, everything. I am borderline not have not been diagnosed with OCD but in my mind I'm pretty close to there and have been even before coronavirus so I don't touch a whole lot of stuff in public places just because my mind goes in crazy places but to know that your therapist is literally wiping everything down it would absolutely help you to relax even more and receive your services um, so Jill, thank you so much for stopping by and giving us this great information. These tools and tips that we need. Drinking water, someone such as myself probably needing to drink two cups of water in the morning when I wake up. I do try to get in my one gallon a day, um, sometimes a little bit more. I know that can not be good also. but. Uh, Really, and another tip, guys, just a reminder, Jill also said, try to take warm baths with as much Epsom salt as you possibly can. That's actually good for you. You should talk about the magnesium. So listen, folks, I am excited about this episode. I do believe that it was a amazing, 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 amazing business spotlight. Jill, did you have anything else that you wanted to add?
1: No, just thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you. You are very, you are very, very welcome. I appreciate you stopping by and showing Warcry some love. So guys, we will see you all the next time. Tune in for another great episode of Warcry Radio. Go be great. And I will see you all on the flip side. Bye guys.
2: hey guys i wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as i am bringing on featured guests on the show i want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Cry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions, LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual anyone nor anything and guys it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on so please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our feature guests my goal with bringing on feature guests is to bring additional value for you okay? So just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.